Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Enjoy the Ride podcast. I'm your host, Aubrey, an equestrian mindset coach, equine craniosacral therapist, and barefoot trimmer. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about like what is the work, actually. I feel like I refer to this a lot in my posts and when I'm talking with people. So I wanted to share a little bit more about what I think the work is and how it benefits us in our lives and also our horses. So my personal definition may vary differently from someone else, but this is just what I think. So you can feel free to take or leave whatever does or does not resonate with you. Um, but in my opinion, the work is really taking self-responsibility for my own creation of my life. This includes my thoughts, includes my actions, like all the behaviors that I do. This includes how I respond to other people. Basically everything encompassing what I can control in life. And as such, when I take on this personal responsibility, I also take on the responsibility for how I feel about things and how I feel about other people, what I'm doing in my life, and all of the things along those lines. So clearly a really big piece of this is self-awareness and becoming aware of what in your life is happening that you are in control of and what is outside of your control. What are the external things in your reality that are set in stone that you can't change, especially like other people or circumstances, basically facts that anybody can agree on in a court of law that aren't really affected by the emotions or the thoughts that people have around them because we are all different, right? Every single person has a different perspective on life and the way things should be and the way that they feel about things. We all have preferences. We all have different emotions. So it's good to recognize that we are able to like untangle our own personal perspective from things and really step back and decide what's actually a real circumstance and what we're putting on the rest of the world. So the biggest part of the work is taking the responsibility and then also recognizing that you can shift these things. Your perspective isn't always going to be the same, right? Like humans are always changing, growing, evolving, becoming different and new. Almost every single day, it's like you're shedding your skin and deciding to be a different person if you really want to. So as you work on yourself, you recognize that this is the only thing that you have that you can really take control of and create the things that you want in your life. So if you really want a happy relationship with your horse, what is your piece in creating your happiness And how much are you putting outside of yourself? Say, oh, the weather is bad, so I can't go out and have a good time with my horse today. Or, oh, so-and-so is at the barn and we had an argument, so I can't go to the barn when they're at the barn and have a good time with my horse because I'm too worried about what they're thinking about me or too frustrated at the situation. In both of these situations, you are concerned about something that is outside of your control, i.e. the weather and someone else. So... By recognizing this, this can actually shift your entire perspective around your relationship with your horse or your relationship with the other person, with the weather. 
just by seeing, oh, these are things that are outside of my control that I do not and will never have control over. So being concerned about them is kind of a waste of energy. Like, it's really interesting because in society, we've always been taught to worry about these things. But in reality, there's no way that you're ever going to be able to control the weather and someone else. So when we give extra power to our external circumstances like this, it makes it really hard to control your life and create it the way that you actually want it to be because you're always going to be shifting whenever something inconveniences you like the weather or whenever you've been arguing with somebody and thinking some really mean things about them and maybe judging yourself or wondering if they hate you. This is actually stopping you from having the results that you want with your horse and in your relationships with other people and in your life. Because there's no way that you can go out and have a good time if you think that all of these external things are what's creating your internal situation. This is what's called a victim mindset. And I have always kind of found this term a little bit funny just because in high school I had this teacher who was always telling stories. He was a football coach and a history teacher for reference. Um, But he was always telling stories that were not related to class. And one of the ones that's the most vivid in my memory that always sticks out is he always (laughs) would ask us the hypothetical question, okay, so what if somebody dumped you in the desert with just a shovel? Like, what would you do? Like, what would you start looking for or would you just sit around and wait for someone else to come rescue you or would you build a fire build a shelter use your tools that you have given to you and he always called the person that would sit around and wait for someone else to come rescue them a victim so after every single class he would like stand at the door and just tell every single student don't be a victim so that's always hung around in my mind whenever I've thought of a victim mindset Because it's true. Like, you really think about, okay, what if I'm stranded out in the desert? Like, what would I do? Would I sit around and feel sorry for myself? Or would I get my ass in gear and start looking for things like water, food, shelter, the basic necessities of life? And while this is an extreme example and something that probably won't happen to most of us in our lifetimes, it's really important to think about what we're doing in our own day-to-day lives that creates a victim mindset and kind of keeps us stuck in waiting for someone else to come save us or keeping us stuck in our little pity parties and oh woe is me and I can never get my horse to get along with me and this happens with every single horse I've had and having a really defeating mindset around our lives and our equestrianism can really make or break the experience that you're able to have because most of us don't get into horses because we want to have a sucky time, right? Like we don't want to feel frustrated after a ride leaving the barn in tears because this is not what we thought it would be and just in general like really having a horrible time with what you love the most in the world, it just doesn't feel very good. So this is really where the work lies 
with taking that personal responsibility for your own mind, your own perspective, and your own feelings around a situation. I definitely feel like time and time again, I have had this almost drilled into me, <laughs> like with my divorce, like I talked about in the last episode, and with my horses, like I have had so many situations illuminate to me where I have felt like I have not had any control in my life when that couldn't be further from the truth. Because while we can't control the external circumstances happen to us, we can control how we think about them and how we respond to them. And this is really where our true power lies, especially as equestrians, because horses are such sensitive, energetic beings that the way we respond to them directly impacts the way they feel about us and the way that they act around us. So while some horses are different and their sensitivity may vary, this is kind of a general rule of thumb if you want to exist and be around horses in a way that's comfortable for both you and them. An area where I've seen this in my career, especially as a barefoot trimmer, is around farrier appointments and how that experience goes, especially if you've had a bad farrier experience in the past, whether the farrier was the person who was aggressive toward the horse or the horse was hard to catch or the horse was not standing very well. A person's beliefs and thoughts around this situation really impact how well I'm able to do my job. So I saw this with a client that I had whose horse had been rearing and basically leaving <laughs> the farrier appointment. She would I was picking up her front legs and she would rear and then hop forward almost like a young horse, even though she was quite old. She was probably 15 or 16. So not old, but she should know theoretically how to hold her feet up by then. And this poor girl was so afraid of her horse hurting me that the horse picked up on that and began to start trying to leave this situation every single time. And we talked about this a couple of different times and I did me, I always try to come from a place of understanding toward the horse and the client so I can get my job done safely. And most of the time it does work, but for this horse, she really needed her person to step into her own confidence and decide that everything was going to be fine and to trust me and the horse to get things done in a safe way. And I remember one time we were struggling with the horse and I was almost blown away because I was having a hard time. I was a bit frustrated that day. So obviously the horse was picking up on that. She was struggling and yanking her front foot away and just overall being like a not not optimal equine citizen for the farrier and my client was like really quiet all of a sudden which wasn't normal like she was always wanting to chat throughout the whole thing even if her horse was struggling and I kind of put the horse's foot down because I realized she was standing a little bit better and I looked at her and she looked at me and she's like I started taking deep breaths and telling my horse that everything was okay and she started standing better and it was like a really cool experience to see it from someone else's perspective. When I had been frustrated and tensions were running a bit high 
and I was probably going to have to stop and do something to correct this mare's behavior when this client had a mindset shift and just decided, no, we're going to be peaceful, we're going to be calm, and everything is going to be okay, and that we're safe. And it was literally instantaneous, like the shift that this mare had. And the most wonderful part about it is nothing external changed aside from my client. Like the horse was still doing the horse. I was still doing me. We were all feeling frustrated. And she just decided, no, it's going to go different. And she made that little shift and it changed the entire situation. And this is really, I think, what embodies the work the way that I think it should be. My personal definition because it's so powerful to work on your own brain, but it's almost even more powerful to see it in action with another living being that we can't verbally communicate with. There's lots of external like physical communication that goes on, but we don't have that verbal feedback and confirmation from horses like we do with other humans when we have a mindset shift that changes our relationship. But they physically show us when we are showing up in a way that makes them feel better because they will start cooperating with us more. They want to be around you more. They want to do things with you more. And it's like the most magical, powerful thing that I have ever seen happen. Especially with my own horse because... I have always kind of beat myself up a little bit about being able to facilitate these things with my client horses and then going home and thinking that my horses were just not like the other horses and that they didn't like being around me and that I could never figure out how to create this kind of symbiotic relationship with them that I've always dreamed of. When this was the exact mindset that was creating this situation for me with my horses. So when I took it upon myself to do the work, to really put in the self-awareness and the mindset shifts that create my reality, I realized that this simply wasn't true. It doesn't have to be if I don't want it to be and start making shifts that I am someone who horses want to be around because I do a lot of work around myself and try to be a congruent human and want what's best for each equine in my care, not just my clients, but especially my own horses. This was like a really, really powerful shift for me that almost kind of springboarded me into wanting to share this with everyone else because it's always like that one little like fatal flaw, right? With humans that were like, but I'm different because I have this one thing wrong with me that makes it impossible for me to do what everyone else does. And when you believe that, it's true. Because our minds are so powerful that when we think something frequently enough, it creates a new neural pathway in your brain that almost becomes like a highway that it's going to continue to think that because you've been giving it that. So maybe it's not around horses. Maybe you have something where you think that you have this fatal flaw, like that you're too messy or that you're not smart or that you can't learn things quickly 
Or maybe that you're a bad writer and that you always will be a bad writer. Like there's so many different things that our brains will kind of come up with that we take and run with because our families have told us this or that bully in high school mentioned something about your writing equitation or something along those lines that we just take a thought and make it our identity. So it can become really difficult to change these beliefs about ourselves because of these neural pathways and that we have really solidified these things in our brains. So another piece of the work is being really mindful about the time that it takes to make a change and to also be really gentle with ourselves, like recognizing that we are humans and that we do pick up these things throughout our lives and that nothing has gone wrong when we recognize that we have done something or have been believing something that's creating a reality in our lives that we don't like because shame and judgment do not foster true and lasting change. We want to be able to come from a place of loving and witnessing ourselves in order to make these shifts because if guilt and shame worked, I probably wouldn't be needing to make this podcast for you all today. So I'm sure a lot of you have run into this along your journey already where you have become aware of the things that you don't like about your horsemanship or yourself and you almost use it as a weapon to beat yourself up instead of use it to create the change that you want to see. And this keeps you really stuck in the situations that you are already struggling with and produce even more pain than the original belief about yourself does. So this concept is called dirty pain. Um, And the difference between clean pain and dirty pain is clean pain is when something happens to us and we almost have a right to feel The pain that comes around it, maybe the sadness, shame, guilt from doing something to someone else that we are not proud of or even to our horses. And then the dirty pain would be all of the thoughts alongside that that we start to think about ourselves. Say like, I whacked my horse today and now I'm a bad horse mom. And that creates even more pain on top of the original situation. So another part of the work is also recognizing that we are humans and that these things happen and that it's not our job to completely stop or remodel our brain so that we're happy all the time, but it's really learning how to work with yourself as an imperfect being in order to recognize what you're doing that you have control of and that you can make some shifts to help yourself become more comfortable or a happier person and recognizing where you're creating that dirty pain instead of just recognizing that you have clean pain and moving on from that. So to sum it all up, the work is really just participating in your life in a way that makes you an author of your situations instead of a victim. So I hope this helps you guys understand a little bit more about what the work is and what I do as a coach and help shed a little bit of light on how you can take the reins of your life and really 
create what you want with every single aspect of your reality, but especially with your horses. So I hope you enjoyed the ride and I will talk to you all next week.